What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 199 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. This week, we bring you an episode that is a little bit movie night and a little bit field trip. That's because we headed out to Beaumont, California to, in a small movie theater, watch Kevin Sorbo's sequel to the 2014 Nick Cage's Left Behind, which we have covered in a previous episode. And this one was entitled Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. So, Jake, how much complaining did you do? In the lead up to us doing this, I'm about I, your job, your very hard job of driving, I'm, being driven. By I'm me. at about a <laughs> 77% complain rate right now, <laughs> and I ha- actually had no idea that this movie was a sequel. Um, and as we left the theater, uh, Julian and Travis both were like, "Jake, we did an episode on this. You were there. It, we did the sequel with Nicolas Cage. His hair looked awful." And I was like, "I was like, are you talking about knowing?" And they were like, "No, it was left behind. It's in the plane. We did it with Allie." I was like, "I don't have any memory of this." And they both fucking dunked on me for at least two minutes about my memory and my amnesia during the show. And finally, as we were sitting down to, to discuss the film at a nearby Chili's after the showing, Julian. Did call up the episode and uh, I was not on it. So, so this isn't the first time you duck work, is what I'm learning. <laughs> I believe, I believe that the episode was recorded like a week before my wedding. I think I was doing like oh, wedding nice stuff. Nice defense. Okay. I think I was doing wedding stuff. Okay, all right. Um, but I, so I, I came into this uh, kicking, in, dragging. Yeah, incredibly uh, unprepared because I had, I, you know, you know. Didn't I didn't see the first one. I, I didn't know who the characters were. Uh, I was looking uh, down the barrel of a three-hour drive to Beaumont, California to watch a movie that I knew was probably going to be bad. But that is literally, that is our job. It's that simple and that stupid. You, if you told people, hey, you want to take the day off, drive for three hours and go watch a dumb movie and like, you know, hate watch it or whatever... Don't you think people would be, they would trade it in a second, your life of, your international life of mystery? It's all relative, Traveling Julian. to Beaumont, <laughs> California. No, it was fun. We had a great time. We had a nice conversation on the way down. We sure did. No, well, I mean, once we got on the road, it, it, it was fine. It was a lot of traffic. A lot of traffic. We basically got there under the gun. Um, you know, I, I, you know, started to get excited. I went, oh boy, I'm going to be a big boy in the movie theater with a large Coke and a big bucket of popcorn. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a hot dog if they got one. We got there just in time. We went, you know what? There's going to be 15 minutes of previews. We got plenty of time. Yeah. We get our snacks. We slink into the theater, which is packed, by the way. It's not a big movie theater. You know, it's one of their smaller theaters, but Packed to the packed to the brim with uh you know uh the you know who you who you might expect as uh, you walk <laughs> in just it, a wall of smell hits your nose and it smelled like people did doo doos like it smelled like <laughs> a retirement home full of doo doos now yeah and for some reason I guess the the full we were sort of expecting an empty theater so the the fullness of the theater I think threw the three of us off mm-hmm. and for some reason uh, Julian and Travis just headed to the front row. This yeah. was not where our seats were. Well, we didn't want to bother them. They had started their beautiful movie. And we're going to ruin this 
beautiful biblical this experience. This is not this is not where where this is not where the seats were per, where our seats were purchased. But for whatever reason, we found ourselves in the front row, which I hate. I cannot do movies mm. in the front row. It gives me anxiety. Okay. Also, a funny a funny addendum is that the seats in this movie all had big trays that kind of swiveled oh, yeah. so you could have like a, a yeah. tray in front of you. And we all looked like little babies in our high chair with oh, yeah. our snacks. It was you know, full ready, Lazy Boy. You ready could press to a, watch. You could press a button and become like lying down. Yeah, ready it to watch insane. Kevin Sorbo. Uh, I got a big hot dog too. I got a big popcorn, which I... <laughs> By the way, apologies in advance. I really didn't think that the recorder was uh, picking up every single crunch of me eating popcorn, <laughs> which means, like, I don't know what Travis did to cut clips, but he must have just been navigating a minefield of just. <laughs> so about like five minutes into the movie, which we were late for because there were no previews. Okay. Yeah. If you go to see Left Behind Two, whatever it's fucking called, Rise of the Antichrist. You better get there right on time. Kevin Sorbo, he does not want to be affiliated with Marvel, or Marvel does not want to be affiliated with Kevin Sorbo. Don't make him sound French. Sorbeau. Don't say Kevin Sorbo. What's his name? Sorbo. Okay, fine. Kevin Sorbo. Don't say I Sorbeau. thought it was kind of like sorbet. <laughs> you know, nice, nice melty flavor, nice orange yeah. sorbet. So we so, did okay. end up there. At five minutes into the movie, when I had to look like from left to right to read a, a text message on a phone. The movie plays a lot with text messages on phones. Um, I was like, I can't do this. And I whispered to Julian, I was like, I can't be sitting this close. And I got up and, and had to walk in front of everybody. I navigated to the back row. I finally get there. I see the three open seats that we had purchased. But then I realized that everybody who I had to walk past was full reclining, leaving a very, very small aisle for me to sneak by to get to a comfortable seat, uh, at which point I did, I sat down and began watching Left Behind, The Rise of the Antichrist. Also, didn't you mention while we were on our drive over that you needed to take a shit? <laughs> yeah, and and number one as well. I was, I, I, for some reason, I... Didn't go to the bathroom before okay. we left. So it, did you? It ended up bless being a, that movie theater. It ended up being a three-hour drive. No, of course I held it in till I got home Ew. six hours later. Uh, because as I told Julian in the car, uh, as a child, no. I was terribly frightened of uh, public restrooms, and uh, I acquired a, a very special set of skills over a long <sighs> career of holding in my. No, <laughs> no one. I'm sorry I brought it up. I apologize for bringing it up, but you yeah, brought you've, it up. You've been complaining since when we announced we wanted to go watch this thing until right now. I don't. I doubt it's going to stop during this episode. He really did not enjoy it. Me and Travis were in, in a swell mood. Thankfully, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats, and uh, we got Jake somewhat okay after he had a couple bites of food at yeah. Chili's. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was something. something else. Yeah. It really it was really something. It was something else. And there was some added benefits. There was uh, some little videos at the end that I think that people who get the DVD won't get to see. Maybe. Yeah, uh, we can talk. We can talk about this at the end. Oh yeah, we um, will. But there's a surprise. So definitely. So the the last film that starred Nicolas Cage was released in 2014, like nine years ago. It's been a long time since this this film, which itself was a reboot 
of the film series Left Behind from, that was starred Kirk Cameron, which itself was based on the best-selling books. And so probably as a consequence of the fact that it's been so long since the last film, the entire cast has been recasted. Like every single part just is someone else. So the part that was uh, played by Nicolas Cage, that's Rayford Steele, who's a pilot, is now played by the director Kevin Sorbo. And the journalist Buck Williams, which was previously played by Chad Michael Murray, is now played by an actor I've never heard before named Greg Perro. Now, this this film centers much more on the activity of Buck Williams than Rayford Steele. And uh, Buck Williams has quite an advancement in his career since the last film. So while previously he was like a mere investigative journalist, now he hosts the top-rated cable news show on the fictional news network GWN. So this film takes place about six months after the rapture. And in the film, like there's no consensus on why exactly the rapture happened. They call it the vanishing, and the idea that it was the Christian rapture is just like one fringe theory among many. I mean, I know we have no idea where those people went, but telling everyone to stay at home, stop asking so many questions, I mean, that can't likely be helping. Uh, I think the root cause is not the lack of clear information, but the abundance of misinformation. Our leaders need to do more to stop people from coming up with conspiracy theories. So, ignorance is bliss. Uh, protecting people from dangerous ideas isn't making them ignorant. We need to make it our priority to keep people safe. God, you can really hear me just chewing on my little popcorn and fiddling with my bag. So, <coughs> I'm supposed to be the producer, and look at this. So, And all you're doing is coughing while I speak. So... Why don't you take your line again, then? No, I'm not going to take my line again. You do. You go. I'm a little under the weather, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this movie made me sick. Um, so when I was watching the scene, what, what I sort of got from it is I was like, oh, he's like a Tucker Carlson, what the right sort of like wishes Tucker Carlson looked like and sort of his vibe. You know, yeah. they you know aged him down by about 20 years and about 20 pounds and... Uh, He's constantly smiling throughout the entire movie, yeah. which drove me nuts. Yeah, um, very strange. But it's so clear that that the, this movie is like a slap together of two grievances, which is which is how the media sort of uh, handled the pandemic, and also the idea that there was you know massive voter fraud, and it's sort yeah. of and it's kind of like using this weird religious tale as an allegory for these two things that have nothing to do with religion. The movie made me sick. Uh, we can talk about this at the end. I can get to my whole yeah. review. Yeah. I think the bag of popcorn with uh, an immense amount of artificial butter made you sick. It could be a combination of the two. Or maybe the jalapeno dog <laughs> slathered Could have been a combination of the three. Could have been the Coca-Cola. I don't know. <laughs> could have been all of those things. But <laughs> You're a walking tummy ache. <laughs> You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. <laughs> <laughs>